Welcome to the Resilient People Podcast. My name is Janet Fanaki. I speak with extraordinary, regular people from around the world who are admired for their resilience. They've overcome a major challenge in their life and then created something to help others be resilient too. I'm doing something a little different for this episode. Instead of bringing you a conversation I've had with someone, I'm going to talk about a topic that I've been thinking about for a little while now, and anyone who is facing grief will be able to relate to it. We're a few days away from the biggest and most romantic day of the year, if you're in a couple. Valentine's Day. If you're not in a relationship, it's most likely a trigger day for you, where you either don't care about it, want to skip it, or are doing some sort of a pivot around it. St. Valentine was immortalized for his love of God and was named the patron saint of love and lovers. For a long time, it was called St. Valentine's Day, but I've read that thanks to the confectionery and florist companies, the saint was dropped and called what we know now as Valentine's Day. It also so happened to be my grandfather's birthday, and I can tell you he was the perfect Valentine baby. From the time that my husband Adam and I got together in the mid-90s, Valentine's Day was of course a day that we both had some fun with. He would come home with an enormous and way too expensive, because it was Valentine's Day, bouquet of flowers, we'd exchange corny cards, and go out to dinner. Even after we had our children, we made a point of going out to celebrate Valentine's Day, and still had some fun on the day with them too. It was important, even if it was cheesy. Some people disregarded as a made-up holiday, but we didn't care. Adam and I were in love for over 22 years, and this was just another day to celebrate that. And as for the kids, I would decorate the kitchen in red foil hearts, make heart-shaped sandwiches for their lunches, and give them sweets galore. I'm that mom who gets behind these made-up holidays because it's fun, and in Toronto, the winter is just way too long, so why not have a little fun? This Valentine's Day will mark one year minus a day that Adam passed away at only 51 years old. Even in the hospital palliative care, I decorated the space around his bed with decorations. Shiny red hearts strung together hanging over his bed just to let him know it was still a special day for us. So as with all other special occasions over the past year, Mother's Day, Father's Day, our anniversary and birthday, we shared the same day same year. I'm doing a bit of a pivot. I'm not an expert psychologist, but I am someone who has some life experience in this space, and I've asked some knowledgeable widowed friends for their advice on surviving Valentine's Day, when you've lost someone who was special to you. So I'm here to share some suggestions that will hopefully make the day a little easier for all of us. The way I look at it, it's a perfect time to keep the traditions you love but feel free to start new ones. Like any holiday or special occasion, it won't be like the others from the past. So let's look at some ways to bring comfort and a little joy along with some self-love on this day that might otherwise be a little tough to get through. Tip number one, make it a self-care day. Start with a workout or just a long walk in the neighborhood while listening to music or your favorite podcast, hint, hint. Do your nails, a craft, run a bath, 
or take a nice long afternoon nap. Tip number two, stay off social media. This is just a good thing to do on a regular basis, but particularly on the trigger days. I was given this advice very early into my grief when Adam just passed away and Mother's Day was the first holiday that followed it. A friend made this suggestion and I'm forever grateful for it. Instagram and Facebook are known for catering to FOMO and that's the last thing you need on Valentine's Day. Tip number three, don't watch or listen to the news. For this one day, given all the negative news that's out there, it's one day that you can take a break and focus on positivity and mental wellness instead. Tip number four, connect with upbeat single friends over Zoom coffees or cocktails. And I stress the upbeat. It's not the same as getting together and we can all agree, but it's definitely better than nothing and it'll feed your soul and help to pass the time. I'm quote unquote seeing a few good friends on February 14th for coffee and some others for a cocktail in the afternoon. Just because we don't have our loved ones around anymore doesn't mean we don't still have people in our lives that we love for their friendship. Let's show our appreciation for our broskies and gal pals too. Tip number five, treat yourself. Everywhere you look on Valentine's Day, it's about chocolate, chocolate and more chocolate. So why not treat yourself too? It can be as expensive or cheap as you like it melt it to even dip fruit in it if that makes you feel less guilty about eating so much chocolate. Me, I will not be feeling one ounce of guilt. Tip number six, make or order a nice dinner and watch a movie. I'm going to do this with the kids and we'll keep the trigger rom-coms for another night. Tip number seven, do something nice for someone else. A woman who lost her husband told me that she's creating small Valentine packages for a local senior's home and dropping them off for the residents. Doesn't that sound like a nice idea? So how about doing something nice for a frontline or healthcare worker you know? God knows they could all use a lot of love from us. Finding a purpose can make you feel good while also helping others to feel good too. And if you're someone who's looking to help a widowed friend, drop off a special treat by their door for them and their children with a little note saying that you're thinking about them. Or take the initiative and schedule some time online for your grieving friend. Offer to play a virtual game or talk or just listen if they need to do the talking that day. Chances are, if you're in a relationship, they will not take the initiative to reach out to you on Valentine's Day. So this is your opportunity to think about someone else and help them feel a little love too. I hope these ideas have lit a spark for you to think about Valentine's Day in a different way. I'm still a believer in love and in celebrating it in every way, shape, or form. The point is, make this Valentine's Day whatever you want it to be and show yourself some kindness and love. Not just this day, but every day. I'd love to know how you're planning to mark February 14th, or if there's something you've done in the past that helped you as a widow or widower to get through it. Share it with me. Write me at info at resilientpeople.ca. Today's episode was produced by Edit Audio with thanks to Steph Coburn and Sophie Shin. To learn more about me and other resilient people, visit resilientpeople.ca. Please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. 
And when you listen, don't forget to leave me a nice little review. Please feel free to stay in touch and tell me what keeps you resilient. And if you or someone you know is considered to be resilient, I'd like to hear from you. Send me an email or contact me through the website. Once again, it's resilientpeople.ca. Maybe I can have you on as a guest on an upcoming episode or include your comments on my socials. Till next time, I'm Janet Fanaki. Happy Valentine's, Palentine's, or Galentine's Day to you all. Bye for now.